I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands, under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Lindell and my employees and I want to thank you for your continued support by bringing you the biggest bath sale ever. Get my six-piece towel sets for the lowest price ever, only $39.96. His and her bathrobes, 50% off. Bath mats for as low as $17.49. And I'm also excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock. And now they come in even more colors and wide sizes. They're made with the same great patented technology. And yes, you'll still save $90 a pair. So get the biggest savings ever on bath sheets, bath mats, washcloths, hand towels, bathrobes, slippers, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and get deep discounts on all MyPillow bath products, including our six-piece towel sets. Regular $89.98, now only $39.96. Get all your shopping in while quantities last, so please order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the Solomon's they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? Then people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song? 
sure this is the right place to recruit for a militia? God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Gentlemen, there is no longer any ground for hope if we wish to be free if we wish to preserve inviolate those inestimable privileges which belong to us as free men if we mean not basely to abandon the, the noble struggle in which we have been so long engaged in which we have pledged ourselves never to abandon until the glorious object of our struggle be obtained, then we must fight. I repeat it, sir. We must fight! And appeal to arms and to the God of hosts is all we have left us. Arms, Mr. Henry. What arms? We are weak, sir. Tell us, sir, that we are weak, unable to cope with so powerful an adversary. But when shall we be stronger? Will it be the next week or the next year? Will it be when we are totally disarmed and a British guard shall be stationed in every house? Shall we acquire the means of a effectual resistance by lying supinely on our backs, hugging the delusive phantom of hope until our enemy hath bound us hand and foot? Sir, we are not weak if we make a proper use of those means the God of nature hath placed in our power. Three millions of people armed in the holy cause of liberty, and in such a country that which we possess, are invincible by any force our enemy can send against us. Besides, sir, we shall not fight our battles alone. There is a just God who presides over the destinies of nations who will raise up friends to fight our battles for us. 
The battle, sir, is not to the strong alone. It is to the vigilant, the active, the brave. Besides, sirs, we have no election. Should we be base enough to desire it, it is now already too late to retire from the contest. There is no retreat but in submission and slavery. Our chains are forged, their clanking may be heard upon the plains of Boston. The war is inevitable. And let it come. I repeat it, sir. Let it come. Mr. Henry, speak for peace, sir. It is in vain to extenuate the matter. Gentlemen may cry, peace, peace. But there is no peace. The war is actually begun. The next gale that blows from the north shall bring to our ears the clash of resounding arms. Our brethren are already in the field. Why stand we here idle? What is it that they wish? What would they have? Is life so dear? Or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery, forbid it, almighty God! I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death! Fuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is me. See, get me tonight. I don't know how Justin did this by himself. And Leanna, I don't know how the fuck you do this by yourself. I'm trying to reach across the desk. Of course, I've got it set up for two different computers, but holy shit, I'm doing cross hands here. Anyway, holy fuck. Uh, yeah, that was um, Patrick Henry. That was his speech. Where the fuck did I go? That was weird. Okay, now I'm back. Anyway, that was Patrick Henry. Uh, that was the speech that he gave in Congress. Uh, the famous give me liberty or give me death uh, speech that he wrote. Actually, he gave it in St. John's um, Church in Virginia prior to the start of the revolution. It's weird how a lot of that shit corresponds to today. The idea of, well, we don't have arms. We can't stand up. We're weak. Um, this time around, we're not weak. The civilian populace in America owns um, three times as many guns as the next closest ally to America when it comes to armies. Makes you wonder what we're waiting on. Makes you wonder. It's got to. I don't know why. I don't know why we're waiting. You know, he was pleading with his people. When is it time? Is it next week? Is it the week after Joe Biden's taken all our guns? Taken all of our 
you know, food, taking your kids. Maybe it's a week after that. Maybe it's a week after that, after you become, um, turn around, stuck your head back in the dirt, like an ostrich. That's the week we wake up. Why would we wake up that week? I thought it would have been this week. I really did. So let me give you a glimpse into the future really quick, because I think this is most important. And when I got home, V-Lynn wanted to call the show something else tonight. Anyway, long really quick, just some on a personal note. We got home. The oldest son didn't want me to go. He said I'd be crimping his style. I don't know what that means um, if I went to the high school with him. So he said the chicks wouldn't think it's cool. So I was like, all right, fine. And so Velen was going to go drop him off at the school. And then she sat there and stuck around and walked around the school with him. Wait a minute. I thought it wasn't cool. What the fuck is this shit? Just wondering. Anyway, whatever. So she's still on her way back. She got stuck at school um, at the youngest ones. It's open house tonight. Sorry. So that's what we're dealing with. Anyway, uh, one of the big things I finally got to read um, the Hunter plea deal. And uh, there was a lot of things that struck me as odd in the plea deal. One of them obviously being, yes, he would have been not prosecutable um, in the future for any crime. I mean, I don't know which one of you guys get that deal, but maybe we all need to start partying with Hunter Biden because maybe we'll get a damn good fucking deal like that because he, yeah, I, I guess that's what it means, Lindsay. I don't know, whatever, sure. I don't ever remember saying that to my parents. I mean, when I, I I'd look at my parents and be like, I just don't want you here. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't see why you have to tell me that you're crimping my style means something to me. I don't get it. But anyway, I guess it was maybe because the other night I was like, um, we were talking about something at dinner and I said, man, that's so swag. And he looked at me like what? And like all the food fell out of his mouth and he dropped his fork. Like dad, are you using like today's terms? I was just like, dude, what's wrong? You don't think I can, but anyway, so one of the big things that came out though, was, uh, the court during the court proceeding, the judge was asking questions about the prosecutor and the defense attorney. And when it came up, she, she brought up the, the final bullet point in the first paragraph. And she said, wait a minute. She looked at the prosecution. She said, so wait a minute, according to this deal that you've signed, um, he will not be prosecutable for any FARA violations. And the prosecutor looked at her and said, no, that's not the case at all. And immediately the judge or the uh, defense attorney, uh, he immediately moved to say, uh, my, my client will enter a plea of not guilty, which I find interesting. And the reason I find it interesting is if they go after Hunter Biden for a FARA violation, right? This is what happens. First of all, they're going to get Hunter because um, that's too easy uh, to prove Farah. It's, it's not hard. It's not difficult to prove a Farah violation. Um, not only that, you got to understand when this is going to take place, the time period for which this takes place in. This will be during Joe Biden's vice presidency. Okay. So therefore, the Farah violation would also cover Joe Biden as vice president, Barack Obama as president. Hillary Rodham Clinton as Secretary of State, John Kerry as Secretary of, uh, what was he, uh, Interior or whatever he did, um, and every other bigwig that was involved in the Obama presidency. 
all of them would come tumbling down. Now, let's be real. Let's be honest about what's really going to happen here. That is not going to happen. That is not going to happen. Um, we're not, we're not, we're not humping Kobe with a Ouija board. That's not going to happen. So let's just erase that from our mind because that's not going to happen. They're not going to go to trial during an election season. It ain't going to happen. However, what I think is going to happen is Joe's going to throw off the whole presidential run, which we all know is coming anyway. He's not even really running. He doesn't even have a campaign office. Um, and what he's going to do is he's going to pardon his son. The second he pardons his son, that ends the whole Farrah case. The government cannot prosecute. So then Joe takes the hit for the team, saves his son and Obama, Hillary Clinton, John Kerry, and all the rest of those douchebags all at once. That's what's going to happen. That's what we're about to see in the future. That's what it, that is what we're moving towards right now. Think about this. Look at this. This just came out today, yesterday. Hunter Biden admitted in court that he made $664,000 from CEFC China Energy, uh, contradicting Joe Biden's claim. Remember, Joe Biden said he only made like thirty-five dollars or $85,000 or something like that, or $185,000 from CEFC. No, no, no. He made closer to $664,000. Hmm. With, um, yeah, no education. He had absolutely nothing to do with the energy market. He knew nothing of the energy market. He knew nothing of any of that shit. Yet, yeah, he did it though. Yeah, he made that much money. Oh, and then there was also conditions released too. This is the other thing I think we've got to look forward to. The judge being the genius that she is. Um, actually, she just followed the law. Really, the law worked for us here. That's really what ha happened. When he entered the plea of not guilty, she turned around and she put rules on him. Because when you go to court, look, this happens a lot a lot more than a lot of people want to talk about. For instance, uh, there's a lot of cops out there that'll tell you, well, I've never seen it happen. And that's just because they've never been in the courtroom when it happened. There's a lot of plea deals that people back out of at the last minute. Normally, for instance, let's say Leo, just because you're the last name that popped up on the screen. Let's say you enter in a plea agreement with me and I'm the state prosecutor for whatever state you live in. And, um, I, you enter a plea agreement with me. Then the day that it comes to you standing in front of a judge, raising your right hand, swearing that what we talked about the plea agreement is true beyond, you know, to the best of your knowledge, this, that, and the other thing. Um, and you renege on the deal. You say, no, I'm, I'm not going to do this. What normally happens to people? Just asking for a friend. If you renege like that, normally you get the you get the book thrown at you. You will walk away with charges you didn't even know they could charge you with. Why? Because you just pissed them off. And now they're going to bring every tool to bear against you. That's normally what happens when you renege on a deal like that. Hunter Biden just did it. It's no big deal. However, what did happen though, which is more interesting, is that part of his pretrial confinement or his pretrial release order also throws in conditions of he can't drink, he can't do drugs, he's got to take piss tests. Um, what else? 
He can't leave the country. He can um, he can continue to actively seek employment. Uh, he can communicate writing. Um, he has to communicate all writing of any international travel plans and provide provide supporting documentation of why he needs to go. Um, he's not to possess a firearm or any destructive device or weapon. He's not to use alcohol or drugs at all. Uh, it is un unlawfully uh, if he's caught unlawfully with narcotic drugs or any other controlled substances defined in 21 USC 802 unless prescribed on the license of a medical practitioner uh, so he's got to have a fucking prescription for it and he has to submit for testing both urine and blood uh, he also has to par participate in an inpatient and outpatient substance abuse program and therapy uh, why are we wasting money on this kid? Can you want me to sit down? No, because you're interrupting. Well, so quit being an interrupting bitch. Sorry. I had to go do the kid stuff since you didn't go. Well, tough shit. So I had to do two of them. Uh, it sounds horrible. Did you get up and go to work this morning? No. Okay. I, I mean, did. I did. I, I got up and grew your food this morning. I did. Okay. Great. So, and not only that, he can't participate. Uh, he, he, uh, he has to participate in the inpatient treatment, but not only that, they, he also has to give over his DNA. Do you that's, want me to get up and go to work in the morning? No, that's, <laughs> that's a big deal. That is a big deal that he has to give up his DNA. Why is that a big deal? Why do you think that's a big deal? Uh, what else do you think they're doing against Hunter? Maybe Joe has to finally acknowledge the seventh grandchild. <laughs> Well, that's another big one. That'll be huge. <laughs> but no, 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 no. Why else? What else does Hunter have out there? Do you guys know? Are you guys aware? He has three uh, more kids than Bob Barley. He has three other paternity cases out there. Does he now? Yeah. <laughs> Looks like Joe like is going to be. Besides more kids than Bob Barley. Joe is going to have to fucking fess up to three more kids, not just the one. He doesn't have seven. He actually has like 11, but who's counting? Bob Marley has 11. Anyway. 12 if you count the one that I suspect that hasn't taken the test yet. But hey. <laughs> anyway. There is more shit from China coming out too. And this is kind of weird. It did come out via. What are we playing? Something you just, you just sit there and be quiet and color in the corner. I'll tell you when you can take over. Okay. Until that time. Well, then fine then. This is. I, mean, I can go back and start getting ready for the yard sale if you've got this. This just came out. Uh, this is uh, actually Project Veritas. And yeah, don't like them, but this has got some good info in it. And it's kind of scary when you boil this down. Project Veritas or James O'Keefe? No, this is Project Veritas. Oh, I didn't know they were a thing. Veritas has acquired hundreds of documents that detail business plans for the Chinese Communist Party's state-owned enterprises related to their 14th five-year plan. These projects were approved by the CCP in October of 2020. The greatest long-term threat to our nation's ideas, innovation, and economic security, our national security, is that from China. And they have stolen more of Americans' personal and business data than every other nation combined. Intelligence agencies across the globe believe that the Chinese government utilizes state-owned enterprises to undermine the free world in an attempt to become the world's only superpower. Project Veritas is publishing information that is vital to understanding the plans of the Chinese Communist Party that controls the Chinese government. 
the threat and methods of the CCP will only be properly understood if thousands of citizens and professional journalists engage in the process of digging through these plans. Scientists now under arrest accused of stealing trade secrets from companies doing research with the Coca-Cola company, the Chinese-born scientist who is working in Atlanta. Tonight, a former Apple employee charged with stealing trade secrets for self-driving cars, then fleeing to China, and he's still at large. We've reviewed materials that focus on advanced technology, including biotech, nuclear, and AI, some having military applications. They also cover high-end manufacturing, including agricultural and medical equipment, as well as the development of materials and chemicals. The documents reveal a number of individuals involved in the research and development of these projects who work within public universities and private companies in the United States, the United Kingdom, Israel, Canada, Australia, Japan, France, and Germany through various CCP programs, including the Chinese Thousand Talents program. This, along with affiliated Confucius Institutes, were subject to oversight and disclosure of Chinese Communist Party members during the Trump administration, but have since been revoked by the Biden administration in 2021. That's the same year China's current five-year plan was initiated. These CCP documents in their original format have been uploaded to our website. We're making these documents available to the public in an effort to be fully transparent regarding the CCP's global agenda. We look forward to collaboration with journalists across the world and subject matter experts to further explore the implications of these business plans and the individuals involved. The free world must be united together because it concerns everyone, not only the United States. Stay tuned. We're not supporting them. We're not by any means, shape, or form. However, <clears throat> that is, it's them begging for help. And I'm sure you guys heard that as well as I did. But the other part of that is the fact that they're, China's doing this. This is like their, their attempt to take over the, it sounds like to me, they're trying to take over the whole world. They're not even, they're not even concerned with China anymore. They just want everything. Well, they, uh, they can't grow enough food to support their population. Their population is aging out quickly, um, very much the way of the rest of the world, but not so much because of the jab, but because they had their one child policy in effect for so long oh, I know. that people killed the girls and left the boys. Now you have two generations of men with no girls to procreate with. Um, so China kind of doesn't have a choice. Well, it's not, it's not just that. I no. mean, that's part of it, but I mean, to me, it just seems like they're not even, they're, they're just moving in wholesale in America and we don't apparently give a shit about it. Nope. Not at all. No, let them buy $800 million worth of land around one of our most strategic air force bases. One of the things that blows my mind is that we're so patriotic about everything else, but yet when somebody turns around and says, well, I'll give you 800 grand for this 800 million or whatever, I'll give you the second that we see a dollar sign and zeros, we just don't give a shit anymore. And just, you know, make the, the group that you're, uh, you started have an Irish name and then no one will ever suspect that it's Chinese. Yeah. That's the worst part because I think that's the name of the group that that's, purchased. Yeah. They it's like the Sullivan, the Sullivan or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. The Flannery group or, yeah. or Sullivan group or something like that. Yep. And they found out it's owned by all CCP it's companies. Chinese. Yeah. It's, it's not Go fish. It's well, they're also American, trying to, they're also American, trying to buy in on like the weed that. game too. They're trying to get in on the weed game big time in Oklahoma and in Washington. Yeah. They're trying to purchase up all sorts of weed farms all over the place. Especially in Oklahoma. Yeah. That's like huge right now. Yeah.
But folks, we've got to look at this and stop looking at the zeros and the amount of money we can make. I know it's, it's, it's about that to an extent. Yes. However, when it comes to some Chinamen buying your, your land and an American who would rather buy your land and he might pay less, but at least you know you're, it's going to an American. And don't get me wrong, some of these China guys can be really sly. You really got to dig in the details on this shit. If you got some American showing up to your doorstep every day for these meetings about you know them buying your land, and then you find out later on that it's a, a Chinese company, can you really be at fault? No, not at all. However, it is part of your job to do the due diligence on the background of the per person purchasing the piece of land that you're selling. And I would say that if you found out that the person who's actually purchasing, where's the money coming from? When you finally get back to one person, you find out that there's one person always fit in the bill. When you find out who that person is and he's not an American, then you got to start asking some questions and maybe notifying some people. Start saying, hey, wait a minute. Why is this foreign man trying to purchase my land? Why is this guy from this foreign country trying to purchase my land right next to this military installation? Don't you guys find that just a little bit odd? Just a little bit. I mean, you'd think, you know, I, I when we were in Jamaica, um, our tour guide twice, Rochelle, she uh, she made a comment one time that, and we'd heard this before, um, that in in Jamaica, a lot of the land is gone fallow essentially right because people buy it up and they build a house and they build it over generations and they pass it down and then the kids either inherit immigrate to the united states but they don't generally sell because they they own it right i mean they have to pay minimal taxes on it every year but they don't have to pay the same kind of taxes that we do yeah. so um or the people die off people die and the land just sits there and you know who comes in and buys it up the Chinese, because you don't have to be Jamaican to own land in Jamaica either. And I made a comment to her, oh, that's true in the U.S. as well. And she was shocked. She was like, what? I said, oh, no, anybody can buy land in the U.S. You don't have to be a United States citizen. She's like, are you kidding me? Nope. Not kidding. Doesn't matter. You got to pay a lot more for it, but yeah, you can buy it. I know. Yeah, you do. Oh, bullshit. Because you got to cover up the fact that you're not an American citizen. It doesn't land. matter. Bullshit. It is not no, a law. It, it most certainly is a law. It's not. You, you cannot own land and not be an American citizen yes, in this you country. Can. Yes, you can. We have looked at, we've had this conversation before. We've looked it up and I've proven to you that I am right, that you do not have to be an American citizen to buy land in this country. We've literally done, we can do it again if you want. No. If you say so. Yeah. Anyway. Because, well, then how do you, you can't be, to purchase a weapon in this country, you have to be an American citizen. Yeah, but you don't have to be one to purchase land. See, I, I see, I, 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 the first thing they checked was our citizenship. When they ran my social security number, the first thing they checked was my, my To get a mortgage. You're damn right. Yeah, but not if you're paying in cash. They uh, no, because even the cash option, the form still asks for my social security number. Why would it ask for my social security number if in, in the cash option form it asks for the social security number? Why would it ask for my social security number because at if all? If you're paying cash up front, all right it should be is that, a receipt. Then it's it's totally different. You don't have to fill out the same paperwork. No, it, the 
the paperwork right behind our loan paperwork in the original binder that we mm -hmm. signed at the lawyer's office. Yeah. There was forms right behind that for a cash option. Yeah. On the front page, it had my first name, my last name, my social security number. You can leave it blank. When I enrolled the kids in school. Yeah, exactly. How did Zelensky buy a house in Florida? It's a good point. I, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen through intermediaries. I've always said that that because one of the, no, I guess it's foreign governments. I guess if you're a foreign person, correct. Foreign governments can't own land. Correct. In America. But any foreign national can. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. You're right. Okay. Foreign governments. I just corrected myself because yes. I was just going down the same road we went down before mm -hmm. and yep. Foreign governments can't. Own so, and anybody that lives in China is run by the CCP. That's really how it goes. Especially, well, no, if they live in China and they're here, they're from the CCP. Exactly. They're so not here on their own goodwill. Any Chinese national, they can even form a, you know, collaboration, an LLC. Yeah, I've seen that. Buy done. land that way. Name it the Flannery Group or whatever the fuck it's called. And there you go. That's it. They don't care. They just want the money. And I don't even know if they want that. No, I mean the people selling it. Yeah, that's that's they want the land for something else. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's going to be the the blueberry days, the yeah. helmets in the streets, UN trucks everywhere. Yep, that will be the blueberry days. You're right. Anyway, it's about to get a lot worse for the Bidens too. We already know that. Did you go down, run down your theory? I was in the place with, I, there was literally no service. When your phone, when you look at your phone and it laughs at you and it says SOS, meaning shit out of service at the top, you're in the middle of nowhere. That's where the kids' middle school is. Yeah, it's down off of. Yeah, literally your yeah. phone says SOS. Shit out of service. Does it stand for anything else? Nope. Okay. Anyway, so did you already shit on a shingle? Yeah. Okay. Did you? Did yes. You... I already talked about my theory. your theory. Okay. Yes. Good. All right. And that I, I I think this is uh, just the setup and big big Mike will be thrown in. in the mix. I mean, I've been saying that for a while. Bring in the righty now. Bring in the righty. Bring in the righty. So. President Biden faces the possibility of an impeachment inquiry. Let's look back at the three presidents who have been impeached and why. Look at this. Back in 1868, Andrew Johnson was the first president to be impeached. Congress produced 11 articles of impeachment, charged him with violating the Tenure of Office Act. So uh, it was the final straw was basically when he replaced the Secretary of War. His name was Edwin Stanton, who was appointed by Lincoln, and he was a Republican who favored the civil rights for freed African Americans. He also vetoed a lot of bills that he thought were too harsh on the South. But it turns out, years later, the Supreme Court determined that, that act was unconstitutional. So he should not have been impeached. The second one was Bill Clinton, as we all remember. 1998, two articles of impeachment were passed by the House, charged with lying under oath to a federal grand jury and obstructing justice. This all revolved around his relationship with Monica Lewinsky, and he was encouraging White House staffers to deny his affair. Then the third one, we all lived through this. This was uh, President Donald Trump. He was impeached twice, first president to ever be impeached twice. The first one was uh, 2019 for that phone call with Zelensky, and the last one was 2020, and that was the incitement for insurrection. Charges stemmed 
from the phone call with the president of Zelensky. That was the first one, and the second one was January 6th. All right, let's come over here, because Newt Gingrich was uh, involved in the impeachment of uh, Bill Clinton. He was Speaker of the House at the time and joins us now. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Speaker. Well, great to have you here. We're, we're hearing McCarthy is now saying that there's possi possibility of an impeachment inquiry. Do you think this is a good idea? Yeah, I think Speaker McCarthy has it about right. Uh, the next step is to learn a lot more. And if you have an impeachment inquiry, you have a much broader range of Congress insisting that people answer. Uh, we have really two parallel stories. One is the corruption of the Biden family. The other is the corruption of the Justice Department, which we just saw yesterday when Hunter Biden's secret deal collapsed in court. Uh, and <clears throat> I think... Uh, having an impeachment inquiry, which may or may not lead to impeachment, but it's going to lead to a lot more evidence coming out. Uh, and the case against uh, Joe Biden is going to get worse and worse. And, frankly, the case against the attorney general and the Justice Department is going to get worse and worse. So I think Speaker McCarthy is about right. Calm, measured, get the facts, do whatever you have to do to get those facts, and then see where it leads to. But don't, don't leap ahead and assume you know more than you do. If it does lead to an impeachment, what are the consequences? Well, <clears throat> I think it's very hard to see the Senate uh, ultimately convicting. As you noted in the other three impeachment examples, uh, the Senate ultimately stopped them. Uh, and I think for two reasons. One is the Senate still has a lot of Democrats. It takes a two-thirds majority to convict. Uh, and the other is the prospect that if you were to remove Joe Biden with all of his weaknesses, with the corruption, with the cognitive decline, you'd get Kamala Harris. And I think most Americans would agree that Kamala Harris is a much greater danger to the country as president uh, than Joe Biden is. So mm -hmm. I think the important thing here, though, is to get out in the open what the facts are. And frankly, the, the, the Republicans in the House have an opportunity to, to stop this whole thing uh, by simply cutting off funding on September 30th for the Justice Department's various activities and insisting that all the records be turned over that relate uh, to the Biden. And I think it's ultimately going to go back and relate to the Clinton Foundation. These were two centers of corruption that people are going to be shocked at how much money was involved and how many foreigners were involved. These, these, these are to both cases where foreigners were giving lots of money to U.S. government officials <clears throat> We deserve to know the details. I mean, if you don't get it out in the open, you're never going to get it cleaned up. Mr. Speaker, thank you for joining us. I'm Steve Ducey. Right, I'm Brian so. Kilney. And I'm Ainsley Earhart. That was actually pretty savage. I know. That's why I wanted to play it. That was a... Uh... But here's what I think they're gonna, that's going to happen with their impeachment inquiry, which I, I get the concept of the impeachment inquiry. It gives them more... An official We're, impeachment inquiry gives them that more subpoena power. They're they're able to force people to talk to them more than they can if they're just asking questions as a regular, you know, as part of the oversight committee or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So, however, they're right. The Democrats will never convict Joe Biden. Newt's right on that one. Um, but I think they're going to run this out as long as possible, and they're going to use the court of public opinion to convict Joe Biden even more so than they already have as they use this impeachment inquiry to dig out more and more and more and more dirt to force him to not be able to run. I don't see him well, continuing to run. I definitely see him writing a pardon for 
Hunter Biden. Oh, yeah. That's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So. Absolutely. He has to. He has to. I I see that happening. Because if he doesn't. He ain't getting none. But that, him pardoning Hunter, is going to spur this impeachment inquiry. Right? Don Jr., I, I... uh, Liana, I did listen to quite a bit of your show today. I, I'm pretty sure Mick was, I'm sure you're right. I think Mick was probably blowing Bongino again, but um, no. no, 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 I was busy working. I know you were. He came in filthy, dirty and angry. So I could tell he was, he was working today. So sometimes he works hard and sometimes he hardly works. Today was a work hard kind of a day. So anyway, <laughs> works for me too. But uh, Cisco, that's right. How can you pardon someone you can committed the crimes with? Um, you know, funny because Don Jr. said something about, uh, he said, you know what my dad would have done to me if it had been my laptop, if this was me? I mean, besides the fact that, you know, the press would have roasted him, this shit would have been just insane. But uh, he's like, my dad would have thrown my ass in Gitmo. True. True. So, um, and the media just covers up for it all the time. You want to see how Dude, this is so, this is, this was an excellent mashup that I found this morning. You found a mashup. Yeah. Check this out. This is great. A whistleblower, um, is, is never wise. It's never lawful. Um, it's never honorable. It's everything you said. It's a travesty. And I'm not going to call them whistleblowers. They don't deserve whistleblower protection. Each and every one of them has a uh, strange history, has, guess what, Russian connections. They always do. These are not, as we would consider them, whistleblowers, people who are alleging wrongdoing. They weren't really whistleblowers at all. In fact, they weren't even credible witnesses. Two or three people who are political operatives, but they're not whistleblowers. These guys are not whistleblowers, period is a hard-working, patriotic person in the intelligence community who just wants to put the information out there. The president to call into question the credibility of this whistleblower. They're referring to this whistleblower as the so-called whistleblower. So-called whistleblower on the Biden family. Welcome back to so-called whistleblower. From the so-called whistleblowers. See so-called whistleblowers. So-called whistleblowers. So-called whistleblowers. So-called whistleblower. So-called whistleblower. So-called whistleblowers. Whistleblowers, that's what he's calling them. Whistleblower. Whistle, quote unquote, whistleblowers or alleged IRS. Whistleblower. The GOP is marketing as whistleblowers. Uh, quote, quote unquote, whistleblowers. Jim Jordan, who's the chair of the oversight committee, is lauding them as brave Americans. Whistleblower, a, a true patriot coming forward with the allegations. But that's why the whistleblower is a hero in many ways. Uh, this whistleblower is a hero. The whistleblower is a, a public servant. And now, to stay anonymous, let, kind of the heroism is being kind of thrust on this person. We can't imply this person is partisan. The person has been deemed credible and a patriot. With great courage to do the right thing. The whistleblower did was really patriotic. This whistleblower was not alone spiritually. The best composed, best written, best documented uh, such complaint I've ever seen. Thank you, whistleblower. I consider your complaint to be credible and urgent. Do what Donald Trump was doing in going after or targeting the people who helped this, I would say, very brave whistleblower. 
If you've got an allegation against the Biden family, then come on board because you too can be their next whistleblower. Hunter Biden's right. whistleblower. Right. This whistleblower who is going to just tell us all the horrible things he had been up to. Reappropriating the term whistleblower after doing everything they could to endanger the life of the actual whistleblower that led to Donald Trump's first impeachment. The actual whistleblower. The actual whistleblower. On these goose chases by Jim Jordan after these supposed whistleblowers. Been trying to undermine the institutions that holds the powerful accountable. To try to come up with a whistleblower who is viable, a whistleblower who is viable. I hope there are more whistleblowers out there. These folks are sophisticated people inside the White House. I would say you're true patriots. Patriotic and dedicated Americans that this country has. This whistleblower, this is another human being. It is a terrifying prospect to go and try to sound an alarm about the most powerful person in the country. The major pillars that prop up the Republican fiction that President Joe Biden and his family are entangled in some sort of criminal enterprise. The first pillar, a so-called whistleblower. Uh, the attack on the whistleblower. That was pretty good. Right? That was pretty good. Because they're just so... They're so passionate about whistleblowers. hypocritical. But they're so passionate about whistleblowers and blowing whistles. I think Leo said it best. So many whistleblowers and my name isn't whistle. What a shame. Fuck. <sighs> oh, Agreed, wow. Leo. Agreed. Here yes. you go, Leo. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh. out of here. Oh. Oh. Garlandor, welcome to the chat. Yes, they do all have the same script. Doesn't that seem odd? It, it kind of mirrors each other. You know, echo. the fact that it's echo. called a script. Echo. Right off the bat, should tell you tells something. you something. Because I'll tell you what, you'll never hear anyone repeat what we say because we don't have a script. Fuck, I walked in here 15 minutes late. Hey, you want to know who? Going, what the fuck's going on? You know who I did? You know who I did here? Use your exact words. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Because you just started that with, you know who I did. Who did you do? <laughs> no, you know who I hear. Who? Did that. What's that? And I only found this out like fucking 10 minutes uh, before the show started. Huh. Somebody said that Bongino today, I didn't even listen to Bongino today. <gasps> Bongino used your exact line from the other night. About? However, he cited Fox News Oh, for his source. Okay. But your exact line about um, if he, uh, what did you say about uh, Biden in... Uh, or hunter it was something about you were talking about hunter and uh you were like well if he lied about that what else did he lie, to, uh, lie mm -hmm. about i'm trying to remember what you said anyway he said it was said um oh no, no no it was about the immunity thing oh yeah the immunity from prosecution yeah and he said he cited fox news mm -hmm. But yeah. he was like, well, what else is give him immunity to, you know? Well, and I And I told you all, I read that directly from Brian Cates post on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Not from Fox News. I read that from Brian Cates. Well, he said he cited Fox News. I, I'm sure he did. And had a news story to back it up, apparently, mm -hmm. from what I understand from the person who listened. Yeah. And I was like, well, motherfucker, I got to go back and listen to this now. Oh, great. He said it was really fucking weird. He said it sounded like exactly mm. the same words, except his mouth and not your wife's. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 
Well, that's not a big surprise. So, you know, it is a surprise. This is funny. So I talked to my mom yesterday morning. No, this morning while I was walking the dogs. Okay. Mind y'all, I am a hot mess right now. Okay. My eye is fucked up again. Mick literally popped my eyelid because I've got a, a sty, like an, inf an infected eyelash on the top this time. That's all fucked up. And then my whole mouth is still bruised over here where Seamus smacked me in the face. So like, um, anyway, and I'm on the phone with my mom as I'm trying to walk the dogs, which is never a good idea because I really need to pay all attention to the dogs when I walk them. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> My mom likes to actually talk to me about world events, politics, not so much politics, eh, sometimes politics, but world events, especially when my dad's not around or when he's sleeping, which he does a lot of these days. So I'm on the phone with her this morning and she said something about, uh, um, she was talking about this whole like climate change bullshit, which is what she called it, climate change bullshit. And I was like, you know, funny you say that mom, because you know that they've just come out with studies saying that, uh, the temperature has not appreciably changed in the last 150 years. However, the temperature, the temperature increase that we're seeing now, all of the temperature increase that we've seen has been since the beginning of 2023. Okay. And I was like, and she said, you know, I heard that uh, off the coast of Miami, the water is like, is almost a hundred degrees. It's a, now last week it was 90 degrees, 92 degrees off the coast of Florida. The water raised eight degrees. Okay. And so I asked her, I said, mom, I said, you know how much it takes to raise the temperature of Lake Michigan by four degrees? I looked it up. It's literally, a, well, I didn't look it up. Someone else looked it up, but it's like a gazillion barrels of gallons of water. And she was like, I don't know, I, a, a lot. I said, what do you think could do that? She said, the sun. I said, no, the sun can't do that. I said, funny, because at the same time, you're seeing all that uh, sulfuric, chloride, hydrochloride, and all these gases coming up from the earth that you see with tectonic plate movement. You know what my mother said to me? She goes, well, shit, it sounds like there's a volcano about to pop up in Chicago. I said, that's what I've been saying. Holy shit, mom. What does it take to raise ocean temperature eight degrees in six days? Exactly. That's got to be like, an so epic amount of the heat. The volcano in Italy is popping off. The volcano, in, and we're talking about this. I was like, the volcano in Italy is popping off. The volcano in Iceland is popping off. And she was like, I hear Iceland might be green again soon. I was like, you're right. But actually, it might be Greenland that the volcano is popping off in right now. And the one in Hawaii has been burping for a hot minute. Um, I was like, you know, that's, uh, we're, we're really getting somewhere. And she, she's, she's so funny tongue in cheek. She goes, well, it's all Russia's fault. <laughs> I started laughing. I was like, you're right, mom. Putin bad. Putin's the devil. He's making all of this happen. Don't tell me she's finally getting. Yeah, she is. Holy oh, shit. She, she busted out laughing. <laughs> and she's, she might start understanding our conversations from now on. She might. Um, like sometimes I feel like talking to my mom, everyone is like, is, is an episode of uh, Deborah gets red pilled. We're just, no, it <laughs> feels like we're talking in a foreign language sometimes in front of her. What do you guys say? What are you talking about? What is that? No, and I'm I mean, sitting there going, understand that my mother, um, for a bright woman, you're really, really seriously dumb. one of the smartest people on earth. Like she's a national merit scholar. Like this woman's fucking brilliant. Um, her strokes slowed her down a little bit or her, her TIA, she had a Mitch McConnell, but she had hers like seven years ago. Um, 
But uh, so then I said to her, well, then she said to me, she was like, she's like, well, what do you think about uh, Russia getting all upset because Ukraine actually freaking, you know, dropped a, a drone bomb on Moscow? And I was like, I mean, well, you know, that's pretty ballsy on the part of Kiev. I was like, considering that, um, and she was like, I know you don't think the war's really going on. I was like, no, no, no. I mean, I know there's something going on. I was like, but who do you think blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, mom? Because I hate to tell you that was us. Seymour Hirsch broke that a, a hot minute ago. I said, and then the, the Crimean bridge, that was Ukraine. I was like, and you know, the whole grain deal that just got nixed uh, was because the original deal was that Russia was going to let grain transports go out to poor countries, third world countries, so that they didn't starve to death. And we, the U.S., have been using those grain ships to ship weapons and armaments literally into fucking Russia to fight the Russians. And no wonder the, the Russians reneged. And then when they said, no, we're not doing playing your games anymore, we're all like, oh, my God, you reneged on your deal. But they fucked up the first place. So my mom's like, no, I get all that. Um, like these are the conversations I'm having with my mom now. It's like, I swear to every, every conversation is an episode of fucking Deborah gets red pilled. As long as my dad's asleep. If my dad's awake, none of that happens. But- I can't <laughs> wait till you start dropping so real awesome. bombs on her about nine 11. And those are going to melt her mind. Uh, you know, she was in the city on nine. I know that's going to be the rough one. Oh, she yeah. came home half naked. She did. She gave away all of her clothes. Yeah. Um, cause people's clothes had burned off their bodies. So yeah. Wow. She was just a couple blocks away and people were running past her with just covered in black. Everyone said everyone looked the same color. And uh, she had the security guards and every, everybody she could find in the building, find every possible container, jug, anything they could find to hold water and fill them up in every sink, every bathroom, everywhere, and literally just throw them on people as they walked by because everyone was just, you know, I mean, she was on the ground during 9-11. I don't know that she could handle that. That's going to be a rough one. You <laughs> I thought I was a tough that. nut to crack. Ooh. She's going to fucking know. On the other hand, my mother did have a little bit of more inside knowledge into the financial workings, especially in New York City, than most people. So she might know a little something, something might, about something that may have transpired may with not Building Seven. Surprise her at yeah, all. She might say, to be honest, it might not. That's a good explain. Although she did, she, you know, and we had a flat Earth conversation not too long we ago. We did too, have one with my mother. That and was she seemed too. to be very open yes to the possibility that the world is not is the world is not as it seems which actually brings me to my my next clip because so, so really well, wait a minute this is the best part of this conversation because mm-hmm. she we, it was, we were down in jamaica and uh we were having this conversation with her and she's like no and i was just like go ahead and go on your phone here's your phone and i use this this is my if you're uh, anybody 55 and older 55 and older right now, (laughs) this year, 55 and older. All right. If you know anybody like that, this is all you have to do. All right. This will completely solidify your flat earth. They will become a flat earther with you. Watch this. So I'm sitting there. So her mother's sitting there. She's talking to me about this and she's like, you don't really believe. It's like, yes, I do. 
She goes because it started because I had this conversation with my cousin Sammy, whose dad used to work for Boeing at Cape Canaveral. Yes, and saw off an, quite a number of space shuttles. And I had this cousin this conversation with my cousin Sammy because she listened to the show, and she brought it up to me at my aunt Margaret's birthday just before we went to Jamaica. And apparently it's made the rounds of the family because that happens really fast. So she says, you don't really believe this. I said, yes, I do. She said, how? And I said, watch, I'll give you a perfect example. Where's your phone? She hands me her phone, grab her phone. I said, okay, you go on your phone, you show me one picture, find one picture that does not have the NASA emblem somewhere in it of outer space or of the planet taken mm -hmm. from outer space. If you show me one picture that does not have that, I will say you're right. But if you can't find one picture, then I have a problem. She goes, okay. For three hours, three hours, folks. My mother doesn't fuck around. This woman sat and looked <laughs> three fucking hours she probably and finally every picture of the finally came back to out. me and she said okay i'll listen what does that have to do with the price of tea in china uh-huh said okay now that we've established that there are no pictures out there that say anything else other than nasa as you just discovered because i tried to prove that one wrong too mm -hmm. and i couldn't that's what set him on the path he and my mother are very much alike that's how he knows how to get through to her i did it in four days you did it in three hours yeah. anyway she's good i said this is the issue how is that possible there's three four other space agencies out there how's that possible you keep having flashbacks to the movie volcano with Anne hesh because i keep dropping lines from the movie volcano that's why <laughs> england has a space agency russia has a space agency china has a space agency australia. christ australia afghanistan actually there's a lot more now but how is their only pictures from NASA? All their pictures come from NASA. How is that? How is that possible? <coughs> you mean to tell me these other countries suck so bad at space exploration? I mean, Russia that they can't take the a picture. Station. From outer space. Russia is supposedly in charge of the International Space Station. We are currently at war with Russia. Why is Russia not putting out pictures of outer space without NASA's approval? No shit. Because hmm. we're not in space, folks. We're, we're not there. We're on a flat plane. With a in a globe. In a globe, I actually, but a flat plane. I think, I think it's a donut. It's a, a torrent, a torrid, whatever the fuck it's called. Okay. Liam, Liam had it right. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever you want to call it, we're in a globe, yes, though. We're on a flat plane. We, we're not circling. Like globe. We're not circling the sun at an elliptical orbit at six hundred and sixty-six thousand miles an hour. Mm -hmm. As we go in this elliptical pace through time and space, no, no, that's not going on. Because if that was the case, how would the space station keep up with us all the time? Because was trapped in our out, gravity outside of gravity, wouldn't it be? No, it was trapped in our. Oh, okay, sure. Supposedly, sure. Supposedly, okay. gravity's a theory. But by the way. since there's a firmament, I'm not really sure why we're even having this okay. conversation because well, we can't get through the. Firmament. Here's which is also sometimes called the um the the 
what the fuck's it called? It's the belt that they can't, it's like the magnetic belt. What the fuck do they call it? Orion's belt? No, 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 no. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about? The belt that they say they can't get past. That's the firmament. Someone help me out here. I know you know what I'm talking about. Belt? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, all right. So, you know, they've had this, uh, yes. You know, they've had this like alien. Yes. Thank you. The Van Allen radiation belt. I knew it. See? Oh, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> thank you. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> you guys are so smart. Holy You're on shit. It. I know it. Okay. Um, that, my, is, my... that is the firmament brain okay. was melting sorry my bad my brain was melting because you said belt and i was like belt yes yes what, are we walking around here winning the wwe <laughs> garter belt no garland not the garter belt what are we winning okay. the wwe no, here no the van the van Allen radio all right belt. i get it okay. i get it let's move all on right, so this uh this this they're talking about aliens in conference but not just aliens now okay uh, this is all smokescreen but they're they're letting a little bit of truth out still smokescreen as a distraction Tell me what you what you think I think is the truth in this. Interdimensional potential. Could you expound on that? Oh, yeah, to answer your first question, and you know, I'm here as a fact witness and expert, but I, I will give you let's go back to our let's let's go back to our class. All right. We're gonna go back to our uh, <clears throat> our body language class. Okay. Let's examine this gentleman's posture. Okay. First of all, a couple parts that you see here, his arms are folded in front of him, but his head is sitting level with them. That actually means something. It means he wants to talk about something. There's a bunch of shit he can't talk about because of the way his arms are crossed, but the way he's pointing his hand at the gentleman is indicative of Somebody, he's showing the backside of his hand. He's not showing the top. If he was showing his palm. It'd be pushing you away. He, no, no. If he were showing his palm, he would be trying to be more forthcoming. But he's showing you the backside of his hand as to say, there's a wall here. I can't go past this line. Um, he's actually a mess when it comes to reading body language. Um, his eyes are all over the place. I swear to God, he probably didn't eight ball before he walked into Congress because his eyes are everywhere. Um, Isn't that true of everybody in government? I, I, I don't know. I guess I'm today, starting to think so. I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to think they're trying to normalize narcotics instead of wheat. They're going to deschedule. So, someone said, uh, someone said on Twitter the other day, they were like, um, you can't trust anyone in, uh, in the FBI. Um, except for maybe the janitor that cleans the bathrooms. And I said, no, that's the dude that provided all the Coke to the puzzle palace. <laughs> but I mean, he's, he's a mess everywhere else. Um, he tried to wear a white shirt with a red tie and a blue suit or a dark suit, dark colored suit. It's emblematic of truth and honesty and loyalty and blah, blah, blah. It's a mental trick that they play. However, he loses immediately when you're there, because if you ever go there and you look at where he's sitting, he's sitting in what they call the pit. And it's lower than all of the seats in front of him, which are all raised above him. And they're all talking down to him, which is my mind kind of fucked up actually uh it it already automatically puts you at a lower 
place of position where if I were an American, I would want to be above all of that and saying, no, 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 that's your petty bullshit. See, and that's, well, well, we'll get to that later. All right. Anyway, anyway let him, I'm going to, I'm going to start it over because he's a mess. It was an interesting question right off the bat. With that being said, you have mentioned that there's interdimensional p- potential. Could you expound on that? Let him drop his head. I'll get to answer your first question. And, you know, I'm here as a fact witness and expert, but I, I will give you a, a theoretical framework, at least to work off to kind of espouse uh, crashes. Uh, regardless of, uh, you know, your level of sentience, right? You know, planes crash, cars crash, and number of sorties, what, however high, a small percentage are going to end in, you know, mission failure, if you will, as we say in the, in the Air Force. Uh, and then in terms of uh, multidimensionality, that kind of thing, the, the framework uh, that I'm familiar with, for example, is something called the holographic principle. Uh, both uh, it's, it derives itself from general relativity and uh, quantum mechanics, and that is you want to imagine a 3D object such as yourself casting a shadow onto a 2D surface, uh, that's the holographic principle. So you can be projected, quasi-projected from higher dimensional space to lower dimensional. It's a scientific trope that you can actually cross, literally, as far as I understand, but there's probably guys with PhDs that we could probably argue about that. But you have not seen any documentation that that's what's occurring. Uh, Only a theoretical framework discussion. With that being okay. said, you have that theoretical framework hold on, discussion. Hold on, hold bullshit, on. bullshit, bullshit. That that okay. If you guys want to know about holographic holographic universe, read the book called the Holographic Universe. Hold on, I'll find you the author. By the way, what he just talked about, what he just espoused there, is real theory. Okay. Um. Well, that's, that was Bellcraft theory. That is Vril theory. Yes. That's so, Bellcraft theory. Funny, you know, when I first started my falling down the rabbit hole of the Vril, and the first book I read that introduced me to the Vril was The Coming Race, which was an anonymous manuscript that was dropped off to a publisher in a very small publisher in England in 1892. And then all of a sudden, suddenly of all, somehow it gained international distribution. And, uh, and that was the first real written description of the Vril, l- named the Vril as the Vrilia. Okay. But when I actually made contact with the Vril Society here in the States, which there is a Vril Society here in the States, and I, I talked to them at length, I opted not to join for personal reasons, although the invitation was extended. So there's a lot of things that I can't tell you about, but I will tell you the first thing that they told me was that uh, if you really want to understand the real theory, read the book, The Holographic Universe. Come on. And I know I have it in here, actually, because I've read it. By Michael Talbot. What he just described there is very basic outline of the holographic universe. You know who espoused real theory of the universe? Hitler? Hitler. The Nazis. Or what we now call the Nazis, because they never actually called themselves the Nazis. They were the National Socialist Party. 
we have labeled them. We've given them a label well after the fact to, to demonize a group of people. However, that just lends credence to the fact that the Nazis infiltrated our society a very long time ago. No, actually you're wrong there. <sighs> we didn't give them that title. That is the, when you actually spell it out in English and translate it, that's how it spells out to us. N-A-Z-I. Okay. So everybody automatically associated that with Nazi. Nazi. When you did the National Socialist Party, it translates to N-A-Z-I. And so everybody called them Nazis. That's mm -hmm. how we got the term Nazi. Uh, Sparky, the Royal Society were eh, kind of occultists. They, you're thinking more of the Thule Society. But the Royal Society explored the... Um, explores the connections to interdimensional creatures that are trying to influence our society in one way or another. And there are different races of interdimensional creatures, some that are trying to influence our society for their own purposes that may not align with what we want, and some that are trying to influence us to assist us to overcoming their enemies it, it goes back to that ho hollow earth theory it does and who lives below us because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. if you can't get through the firmament if you can't get through the van allen radiation belts then where are these aliens coming from they're already here war of the worlds yeah another war Something of the like worlds that. type book uh sparky said the ones under hitler were so the sparky you know about my great grandma right and i've i've read her journal so i i knew a lot more about the actual history of the of germany in that time frame than a lot of people have um let's just say that they've been labeled as many others have because history is written by the the renters the History is written by the winners. And no, I don't practice satanic rituals, and either did they. And I don't get messages from aliens um, or demons, and either did they. So, you know. Instead, forget it. Anyway, are we done with this? Yeah, we're done tool? with this. Because so. that's just all smoke and mirrors anyway. That's all, all this is, is covering up what's going on, with, trying to cover up what's going on with Hunter biden right now it was weird this morning uh first morning i've ever seen it so i'm watching the today show when i woke up or well after i was done with my shower i was getting ready to leave and i'm the first couple minutes of the today show was on and i'm sitting there drinking my uh cardio miracle watching the today show and they led off with a hunter biden story i was amazed could not fucking believe it first day ever I have seen them lead off with their number one lead story, Hunter Biden. Couldn't believe it. Talking about how the deal fell apart and he had to plead not guilty and how it's Republicans' fault. It's all the Republicans' fault. Sparky, thank you for acknowledging that I know better than everyone and I'm about everything and I'm never wrong. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Um, and if Maria did satanic rituals, then she didn't write about it in her journal. That's what I'm basing my information off of. So anyway.
You probably wouldn't if you're doing satanic rituals. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. It's not one of those things you wrote down. Well, I tried a satanic ritual tonight. <laughs> Didn't work. My dick got smaller. My head got bigger. Is that what happened? I'm fucked. Damn. No, it didn't work out that way. Not the way you wanted it to. Wow. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. Well, I like that one, Jason. I'm stealing that. <sighs> Shit's uh, mine, yo. So Joe uh, stumbled his ass up in front of... I'm going to delete my challenge and keep that one my favorite. Anyway, what? Joe stumbled his ass up in front of a microphone again today. <sighs> it was pretty funny. Well, anytime that he does that, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. And he got called out. More time to spend with their... Family oh, and friends. Hakeem Jeffries, my apologies. And more freedom, not less, which is what the Republicans are trying to accomplish. Yeah, I have no idea uh, what you're talking about in terms of the second part of your question. As it relates to the first part, uh, President Biden's track record of success on the economy speaks for itself. More than 13 million good-paying jobs have been created because of the leadership of President Biden in partnership with House and Senate Democrats. Okay, so that's just bullshit. Unemployment. Whatever. Um, Yeah, 13 million good-paying jobs were restored after they got shut down from the pandemic and we still haven't you know fully recovered from that but he doesn't know anything about president biden having to uh, acknowledge his seventh grandchild i don't know anything about that what about what about there eight nine ten and eleven well those haven't actually had i, I know good paternity tests yet but so, we're about know. to have them so it's not a big deal you never know it's not a big deal he has to play ball, folks. However, Biden did stumble up today, too. So he, here you go. He stumbled up. He did. Now. Well, whatever. Or did he grab booby? Right. He problem right now. But we also have a number of programs to do everything from uh, allow people to have the ability to get help to literally paint the roofs white to uh, change their the their 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 windows and doors and get tax credits for doing it so heat doesn't so uh, air conditioning doesn't escape to be able there's a whole bunch of programs that are out there that as we get through the heat wave that we're well as we get by this worst part that we're able to invest in the communities to keep it from happening as badly next time it occurs it's not gonna it's not so hey the government hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on oh my god hold on i'm not done many people believe joseph dum 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 but wait there's more if he's a good hitter why doesn't he hit good um the government's gonna give us white isn't that white fragility isn't it isn't it like isn't that just like marking yourself as a okay. white person well, oh paint your room white i can't tell you how glad i am once again that we've left new york <laughs> once again thank god 
We'll never go back. Seriously. If I tell you I want to go back to New York, just fucking shoot me, okay? I'm giving you permission now. Anywhere, like, or is it got to be like a fatty, meaty portion of the body or? Preferably somewhere where I'm not going to survive because I don't want to go back to New York. I mean, so this is not an ass cheek shot. We're talking dead center of the yeah, skull, like, you know, my brain. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. Yes, ma'am. Here, here. You all heard it. Yo, what's the temperature like in New York right now? For those of you that are stuck there. Yes. I, I know we have like one. There? I know we have one stuck in New York. Mm -hmm. Literally stuck in New York. We talk a lot about what the city is doing to prepare for this. All New Yorkers play a role. Uh, although air conditioning is a critical tool in this heat battle, it doesn't need to be operating at maximum capacity. We recommend setting your air conditioner units to 78 degrees or the lowest of the cool settings. Remembering that it's all about maintaining your comfort while also ensuring energy consumption for the entire city remains sustainable. How the fuck uh, are you supposed to maintain your comfort at 78 degrees? My nuts would sweat so bad at 78 Seriously? degrees, I would punch this dude in the neck. Seriously, 78 degrees. Right I'm his sorry, jowls. I can't even listen to more than that because we got to get high. But um, Right in his fucking jowls. In New York, if you live in New York, you have to set your at the lowest possible temperature to 78 degrees. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's okay. see if it pays off for him. Now, I remember when I was a kid. You get high? Always. I remember when I was a kid, when I was little, and I'd go visit my dad in New York City on the weekends. <clears throat> and there was a big drought. You remember that drought when we were kids? Yes. Right? In the 80s. Mm -hmm. Yes. And my grandma would let me take a bath in literally, like, well, play the music. Um, well, you got to play your bit. I'm waiting on you. All right. Grandma would make me take a bath in like two inches of water in the bathtub. It was quite ridiculous, actually. Strike it up. You got it, fuckers. But then I could just go down the street to my friend's pool. That had a slow leak, so they refilled it every day. Oh, that was Heather's pool. So I had to take a bath in two inches of water, but they could refill their pool because pool water was different. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, so it's 88 degrees in York, Pennsylvania. Is that <coughs> the high? Is that the high? <coughs> here, we'll, we'll text a friend and uh, we'll call a friend here. Just go on your app. You dork, just go to the Weather Channel thing. Sponsored by NASA. Exactly. The Weather Channel is really accurate because they're, you know, plugged into HARP. It's 88 in New York City. Right now. Right now. What's the low today? It feels like 97. Tonight, the low is 76. Okay. So it's about the same it's here. It's about the same as it is here. Yeah. It's actually a little cooler here right now. Yeah. But but we have higher humidity. Yeah. 88 in Jersey. 93 was the high today. Why the fuck are you setting your AC at 78 degrees? No shit. If you don't have your AC set at 74, you're fucked. Seriously. Your AC just can't keep up at 78. 
especially with all that nasty processed food you guys eat. Oh, shit. There's no fucking way that your body is going to survive 78 degrees in your house. Just say, for a friend. Because your body regulates temperatures a lot better when it's not full of toxins. Which is why our house is not now set to 70, 74 instead of 68 like it used to be. Yes, Leo, I think you're right. Leo said there's a new way to measure temperature in this climate crisis. You have to measure the temperature of the blacktop. Well, if that's the case, then it's like a million degrees. Because you're actually not far off because they've been measuring the ground temperature rather than the ambient air temperature. So. Not far off, Leo. But you know what it means? That it's this warm? Nothing. It's going to cool down again. It means if you put your seeds in the ground right now, you'll get a good fall harvest hey. with lots of strong roots and sweet fruits because they sweeten up when they ripen in the fall. Build strong root systems in the heat, get sweet fruits in the fall. <laughs> So, when the FBI knocks on your door, what do we tell them? Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Nah, bear. <laughs> Give them the nah. Not a single one of us. FBI Bob. Nope. FBI Bob. Mm-hmm. What do you got next? But you know the climate, climate, and climate insanity. It's crazy. Come on. I've got StreamYard being stupid again. That's what I have next. It's good to know. Being slow as fuck. Hey, come on now. You're coming back from a clip. No. And one where we were up with it too, so that makes it more difficult, you know. We were even with it. For some reason. I don't it doesn't like to do that. All right, let's see. Um, oh, here we go. Since we're still on this, this is this is great fun right here. It is unequivocal. Humans are to blame. All this is entirely consistent with predictions and repeated warnings. The only surprise is the speed of the change. Climate change is here. It is terrifying. And it is just the beginning. The era of global warming has ended. The era, the era of global boiling has arrived. The air is unbreathable. The heat is unbearable. And the level of fossil fuel profits and climate inaction is unacceptable. Leaders must lead. Yeah, they must. Oh, Good point. I uh, salute the point, but about climate change though oh we're we're in the the boiling era now that you know the era of global warming is over and now we're in the era of global boiling because is that such i I wasn't aware that was a thing apparently it is now oh okay you know so honestly news to me it's not really been much hotter of a summer than it normally is no, actually, it's been, I think, 
almost reasonable. I think yeah. we're about to get to some unreasonable days coming up here yeah. soon, but we barely breached triple digits. Degrees, yeah. 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 Normally by this time this year, we're last year we were we had breached 100 degrees by like a whole fucking month. Month. Yeah. Easy. Cuz May we let off walking right into 100 yep. degree days. Yep. Um it's funny when we went to uh so we went to the high school open house first and we walked around um, and I ended up walking around with him. I was going to just drop him off and then go to the middle school one. But Why didn't you? because there was a bunch of parents walking in with the kids and I was like, see, I told you. So uh, and, you know, I know that's what I said. You should have let your dad go. But you weren't ready to leave when when we were. I you were like, would have been fine. Whatever. You were like, I'm not ready to go yet. Well. I didn't have to leave with you anyway. I could have taken my truck. You could have taken your truck. And Anywho. So I know that's what I said, but whatever. <laughs> so, and I only walked around with him about halfway and then I left him to go, you know, through the rest of his classes and, and, uh, check out the clubs and stuff like that. Um, and then I drove over to the middle school, which is in the middle of fucking nowhere. It literally is like a 15 minute drive from the high school. It's ridiculous. It's like way out there. So, uh, we go around to his teachers and, we go to a science teacher and I was like, she's real young. And I was like, so what are you, uh, what are you guys teaching this year? And she goes, Oh, well, we're starting the year with, uh, with climate change and, um, environmental practices and Liam pipes up. Right. And now I had told him about halfway through, I was like, dude, you need to look your teachers in the eye when they're speaking to you or when you're speaking to them. And he was like, social anxiety, mom. I was like, bullshit. Don't use your brother's excuse. It's just polite. Look people in the eye when you speak to them or when they speak to you. You'll, your anxiety will go away real quick. I'm going to give him I'm going to give him some right? fucking social anxiety so in a second. He pipes up. He looks his teacher dead in the eye and he goes, you know what I love about climate change? It happens every single day. <laughs> First day of school, that kid's wearing a domestic terrorist t-shirt in school. <laughs> Swear to fucking God. Wow. Why? Because I want everyone in that fucking school to know. Oh my God. That kid's so protected. Crazy. Go for it. It's fucking ridiculous. He's got a wolf pack that'll fucking so murder funny. everyone. I'm not even worried. So funny. Holy shit. That is going to be hysterical. Anyway, so. I can't wait till he goes in the first day and they try to tell him something about climate change. He goes, well, it doesn't matter anyway. And they're going to look. Why? It's faking gay. It's fake. Probably. So, and they're both taking American history this year to a degree. Well, in social studies in middle school, they're going over, they're going all, he told me another, his social studies teacher, because uh, I asked him, what do you guys learn about this year? Oh, we're learning about all different countries. We're learning about Europe and Latin America and Australia. I'm sorry, since when is Europe a country? I thought that was a continent. Latin America too. That's also, that's, that's, that's not a, that's made up of countries, but that's not a country. Still not a country. Anyway, he's the coach. So. Ooh. <laughs> I see. Oh, it's going to be interesting. That'll be an easy one. It's going to be interesting. I think I'm going to let you deal with middle school this year. That'll be interesting. I think it'll be fun. Anywho. All right. Moving on. Actually, I'm going to let 
grand deal with middle school this year? Grand can't remember. It used to be that Grand couldn't remember shit after eight o'clock because she already polished off her first bottle of vodka. But now Grand can't remember shit after eight a.m. because she's finished off fucking seven jabs. <laughs> this is true. Jesus, it's a good point. Okay, touche. Very angry at the uh, so, event uh, overnight, and he's vowed that he was in Ukraine. This is in Ukraine. Russian evil. And I wonder how he'll be to do that. Wow, man, hold on, no one cares about what they're saying. Watch what they're doing in the background, live streaming on TV. Let me back that up a little bit. It doesn't do that stupid thing. No, look, okay. See, watch these ladies here, right? Man, man they're moving that shit awful easy, aren't they? That's, that doesn't, how are all those bricks stuck together like that still? Yeah, no, that's not. That's that's foam board. Yeah, that's not. That's that's not bricks, people. That's not stone. If that was a bunch of stones put together, those ladies wouldn't be picking okay. them up like that. They wouldn't Sorry. be picking them up like that. They wouldn't be st they, one armed. No. Also, no, no, no. Those are props, people. Those are props. That's a movie set. That is foam brick. That's not real brick. That's a movie set. This is Wag the Dog all a over. Thousand again. percent. This is completely Wag the Dog. Yes. Oh, look at the death and destruction. They're all oh, fake bodies. Yes. People getting up to smoke in the middle of a death scene. Uh-huh. Come on, yeah. folks. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. We're smarter than this. Yeah. We've been around the block it's once or twice or fake. three times. And that was on Sky News in Australia. By the way, I, I guess they because they were they were pulling a live stream. Not moon rock props. Yeah, probably. Totally. You could dude, I could balance those on my dick. It's Swear to God. Doing a good dick push up. Yep. I could probably push those up. What do you want to bet? And you want to know why there's this fake war in Ukraine and Russia? Well, besides the proxy war, because we're trying to instigate Russia to bomb us so that we can blame climate change on them. Also to prevent the child sex trade from being destroyed or even manipulated in any way, shape or form that would eventually make people lose profits in the biggest bank in the world that is actually supporting child sex trafficking, which is the bank of Ukraine, which is located in Kiev. But anyway, oh, you don't want to get into that. They're just trying to steal all of our money, all of our taxpayer dollars. Well, yeah, but they, that's where all the money is mm. for all of the child sex trafficking is, the bank of ukraine which is located in kiev and that surprises you no no no, it doesn't no I'm, I'm telling you that that is where all of the money hubs are all of the money hubs you think for maybe, the child sex trafficking rings if we actually went and took that bank down we can't though because i bet that one of the offshore accounts that comer is talking about in this next clip is in the bank of ukraine maybe let's see we'll see you've got hunter You've got Jim and Frank, that's three. Who are we talking about? Back here. You've got Hunter, you've got Jim and Frank, that's three. Who are we talking about as the rest? Who, who are the other players? The other players are uh, Frank, Frank's wife. So Frank's wife. Uh -huh. and, and we believe that Jim's got family members too that may have received wires. And then, you know, ultimately with Joe, I suspect there are offshore accounts 
And we kind of learned that today. One of the last questions. So what's the evidence of offshore accounts that you learned today? There are, the IRS whistleblowers confirmed when I asked if they had documents pertaining to foreign accounts and they said they did. Wow. But they couldn't turn them over to us. They have to go through that process and turn it over to the Ways and Means Committee. And I requested they do that and they said they would. The nine or 12, you've got Hunter, you've got Jim and Frank, that's three. They have evidence, the whistleblowers have evidence of foreign accounts and they have to turn it over to the Ways and Means Committee before it can get to Comer. And they said they're going to do that. Okay. So I wonder if one of those offshore accounts is in there is in ukraine that'd be interesting there's a bank of ukraine in ohio yes yeah there's a couple actually Fucking a. there's a couple in the states that i know of well, i didn't Ohio's know where states, exactly okay i'm <laughs> sorry i'm being facetious now Fucking oh, i know i'm such a bitch sorry my mouth is all swallowed and it hurts. Oh, so that gives you an excuse. It doesn't hurt as much as it did yesterday. That, that gives, gives you an excuse. It gives you an excuse every day when you come home being a bitch. What? Because I'm in pain? Because you're in pain, exactly. Well, yeah. See? Well, I worked for that pain. Uh-huh. And so did I. Mm -hmm. Your dog beat me up for that pain. <laughs> so fuck off very much. Damn, just take your ass beating and move on. <laughs> Shit. You women want to be like men? Fine. Take your ass beating and walk the fuck on. That's what we do. We don't bitch about it. Yes, you do. You might mope and groan about you it. Bitch but... about it all the time. Whatever. Okay. Hey, uh, fuckers over on the pill side. Scratches out. So uh, while Biden was stumbling through his um, speech today on who the fuck knows what, uh, he did get asked point blank about his tre treason. Oh, his treason. Sort okay. of. Yeah. Yes. Which, you know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Eric. you. Appreciate it. And, uh, I want to thank my team for the work they're doing, too, to combat extreme heat and other historic weather emergencies that we're seeing all across the country. We are making progress, but as we heard today, we have a lot more work to do. I look forward to working with not just this, this two, these two wonderful mayors, but officials all across on the front lines and local officials. Local officials are where the rubber meets the road, no pun intended. It really matters. We're committed to getting you what you need, to keep your community safe because no one knows what you need more for your communities than you guys. And so thank you, thank you, thank you. And I mean it. Don't hesitate to contact any of the departments standing behind me. We have some of the funds. We're working. We're going to get more. And uh, I think we can make a difference. So thank you both. And as my, uh, my mother would say, God love you. Thanks. See you all. Huh? Are you going to pardon your son, Mr. President? Are you going to pardon your son? Hmm. Listen again. Yeah, but he just walked in. Are you going to pardon your son? Yeah. Yep. Okay. No, Whatever. no, Whatever. no, he's not. Everything's on the stage there. Do you notice that? Yeah, of course. You remember with Trump, the most stage he got, if you remember, was, or the most stagey, I would say, he got was when he was there at the mm -hmm. uh that's the closest to a stage that you ever got with trump everything else was off script it was never mm -hmm. it was never the way it was supposed to be and that's what pissed everybody off mm. but that like was news to our ears because 
that's the way we are. We're, we're not a script. We don't, don't hand a shit to say we can figure it out. It's not a big deal. But with this president, everything is on the stage. Everything is scripted. Everything from where he goes to what he says to when he sits down. That's not normal. That That's not normal in any way, shape, or form. Mm. That's normal for a robot. Not for the president of the United States. Not, not, not at all. Does not project an air of strength at all. Well, that's because he literally can't talk off the cuff. Because if he does, he <laughs> either tells the truth or, which is really, really bad for them. No, it's bad for them, but it's fun for us. It is fun Man, for us. Yes. so much fun for us. Or he stumbles over his words and falls down, which is so also bad for them and likely. also lots of fun for us. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway. And more than likely going to happen. So um, Mitch McConnell is now facing questions about his health. We played that clip yesterday, but now they're they're really starting to push on him. Bring in physician at Stanford Children's Health, ABC News medical contributor, Dr. Lok Patel, for more. Uh, Dr. Patel, I know you don't treat Mitch McConnell, but just from a general standpoint, what went through your head as you saw that video of him? Well, Dan, you're, you're absolutely right. We don't want to speculate just based off this one case, but there's two things that people are talking about is the fact that Mitch McConnell appeared to not be speaking, and also he reported later that he was lightheaded. Now, if you look at this very generally, a lot of people can feel lightheaded, whether it is related to being sick, dehydrated, certain medications can do it. Even standing up too quickly can do it as well, which is something that can be seen with certain medical conditions or people who are of a certain age. But also there seems to be some speculation about not being able to speak. Now, if that truly was the case, that could potentially be more serious. That could be related to a mini stroke, such as a TIA or transient ischemic attack, or even a seizure. This is why it's so important to pay attention to these. If you see anyone in your friends or family or in public who all of a sudden feels like they're lightheaded or can't speak. Yeah, that they wasn't may a seizure. That was a TIA. That was exactly what I called yesterday. They need immediate medical care. Now, we just learned that McConnell fell two weeks ago. We already knew that he had that concussion in March after another fall. Could that all have played into this recent incident? It's hard to say exactly. I think one thing that is reassuring is that we were able to see Mitch McConnell walk away from that and come back to answer reporter questions within 10 to 15 minutes. But Diane, in any scenario, if somebody were to experience what we saw yesterday and they had a history of a concussion or well, previous fall, that's important information that their doctor will take into context of, uh, to decide what the next steps are and making sure that anything underlying is diagnosed and that they are taken care of. Okay, so Mick has some different information on this. Dude, he was fucking hammered. Go back, go back to the beginning of that clip. Look what he says. Just look at the symptoms the doctor talks about. Go back to the beginning where the doctor was talking about the symptoms. Mm. It's like way back up there. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Uh -huh. And do it as well, which is something that can be seen with certain medical conditions from people who are of a certain age. But also there seems to be speaking and also he reported later that he was lightheaded now if you look at this very generally he was he was lightheaded dehydrated being sick dehydrated certain medications can do it he was in his office you know he's a republican just something that can be seen with certain medical conditions he's a republican in the senate but also you know he's got brandy sitting in his office that truly was the case he was sipping on two big sniffers before he walked out there that dude was fucking rock hard drunk. 
you think? Because <laughs> he also, he's fallen down twice He's now. from Kentucky. Well, then he should be able to hold his liquor better. They can't really, they drink a lot. They don't necessarily hold it very well, but they I'm do drink a lot. I'm just saying, you know, but it's not the jab. Definitely not. Well, I don't know. Cool, yeah, Definitely not the jab. No, 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 no. It could be that. That too. doctor would have told us if, if you know, in his list of possibilities, if there was any possibility that it was a jab. Because it was on ABC. Of course, that doctor would have told us if there oh, was any absolutely. possibility it was yeah. a jab. Yeah, absolutely. You know, of course. No jab. Possibly. No, no, no. Definitely no. not. Nope. No. Okay. Just like you saw the other morning that you couldn't take the, the scene for RSV. COVID, COVID and, and the flu, flu all at once, all at once, and you don't have anything to worry about. No, because they told you on the news there's nothing to worry about. You can get the one shot and all. We've never done it to anybody, but, but don't worry, you're probably not going to get hurt. Nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. God, I can't believe. I can't wait till people start going to get that all in one vaccine this winter, dude. You're going to watch people just start dropping dead. We're boom, already boom, seeing boom. it. It is escalating. I'm sorry, y'all, if you haven't noticed, but it's it's really starting to ramp up like every single day there's exponentially more people just dropping out yeah so um they had another con congressional hearing today on um basically mutilating our children hmm. and this girl i thought this was the gay rights is that the the one is that the same one mm, i don't think so there was a gay rights one today there was a well watch this clip pay attention y'all because this is scary shit important and moving but yeah very scary shit okay listen to this girl seriously Streamyard, you've been good all night and now yep fucking seriously Wow. I guess we'll talk shit now. <laughs> you don't want us to talk about the mutilation of our children, huh? Or let one who's been mutilated tell you about our experience? Yeah. I guess not. Oh, look at that. Amazing. They snapped too quick on talk that one. Talking of shit. Woo. All right. Back that up four seconds. Here you go. Ms. Chloe Cole, and I am a detransitioner. Another way to put that would be, I used to believe that I was born the wrong body. And the adults in my life, whom I trusted, affirmed my belief, and this caused me lifelong irreversible harm. I speak to you today as a victim of one of the biggest medical scandals in the history of the United States of America. I speak to you in the hope that you will have the courage to bring the scandal to an end and ensure that other vulnerable teenagers, children, and young adults don't go through what I went through. At the age of 12, I began to experience what my medical team would later diagnose as gender dysphoria. I was well into an early puberty, and I was very uncomfortable with the changes that were happening to my body. I was, I was intimidated by male attention, and when I told my parents that I felt like a boy, in retrospect, all I meant was that I hated puberty, that I wanted this newfound sexual attention to go away, that I looked up to my brothers a little bit more than I did to my sisters. I came out as transgender in a letter I sent on the dining room table. My parents were immediately concerned. They felt like they needed to get outside help from medical professionals, but this proved to be a mistake. It immediately set our entire family down a path of ideologically motivated deceit and coercion. The gender specialist I was taken to 
taken to see, told my parents that I need to be put on puberty blocking drugs right away. They asked my parents a simple question. Would you rather have a dead daughter or a living transgender son? The choice was enough for my parents to let their guard down. And in retrospect, I can't blame them. This is the moment that we all became victims of so-called gender affirming care. I was fast tracked onto puberty blockers and then testosterone. The resulting menopausal like hot flashes made focusing on school impossible. I still get joint pains and weird pops in my back, but they were far worse when I was on the blockers. A month later, when I was 13, I had my first testosterone injection. It's caused permanent changes to my body. My voice will forever be deeper, my jawline sharper, my nose longer, my bone structure permanently masculinized, my Adam's apple more prominent, my fertility unknown. I look in the mirror sometimes and I feel like a monster. I had a double mastectomy at 15. They tested my amputated breast for cancer. And I was cancer free, of course. I was perfectly healthy. There was nothing wrong with my still developing body or my breasts, other than that, as an insecure teenage girl, I felt awkward about it. After my breasts were taken away from me, the tissue was incinerated. Before I was able to legally drive, I had, part, I had a huge part of my future womanhood taken from me. I will never be able to breastfeed. I struggle to look at myself in the mirror at times. I, 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 still, I still struggle to this day with sexual dysfunction. And I have massive scars across my chest and the skin grafts that they use that they took of my nipples are weeping fluid today. And they were grafted into a more masculine positioning, they said. After surgery, my grades in school plummeted. Everything that I went through did nothing to address my underlying mental health issues that I had. And my doctors with their theories on gender thought that all my problems would go away as soon as I was surgically transformed into something that vaguely resembled a boy. Their theories were wrong. The drugs and surgeries changed my body, but they did not and could not change the basic reality that I am and forever will be a female. When my specialist first told my parents that they could have a dead daughter or a live transgender son, I wasn't suicidal. I was a happy child who struggled because she was different. However, at 16, after my surgery, I did become suicidal. I'm doing better now. But my parents almost got the dead daughter promised to them by my doctors. My doctors had almost created the very nightmare they said they were trying to avoid. So what message do I want to bring to American teenagers and their families? I didn't need to be lied to. I needed compassion. I needed to be loved. I needed to be given therapy to help me work through my issues, not affirm to my delusion that by transforming into a boy, it would solve all my problems. We need to stop telling 12-year-olds that they are born wrong, that they are right to reject their own bodies and feel uncomfortable with their own skin. We need to stop telling children that puberty is an option, that they can choose what kind of puberty they will go through, just so they can choose what clothes to wear or what music to listen to. Puberty is a rite of passage to adulthood, not a disease to be mitigated. Today, I should be at home with my family celebrating my 19th birthday. And instead, I'm making a desperate plea to my elected, my elected representatives, learn the lessons from other medical scandals like the opioid crisis, to recognize that doctors are human too, and sometimes they are wrong. My childhood was ruined along with thousands of detransitioners that I know through our networks. This needs to stop. You alone can stop it. 
Enough children have already been victimized by this barbaric pseudoscience. Please let me be your final warning. Thank you. My you know name what? is Chloe Cole, and I am a detransitioner. Ms. Chloe Cole. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna boil this down really quick because this is actually really simple. You know who I blame in this? Mom and dad. Okay. Um, listen, folks. Whether you agree with the way I've raised my children or not, one of the things that I learned a long, long time ago, and I learned this from my father the very, very hard way. And he tried it with me and it didn't work. And then he beat the shit out of me for it. But I learned the lesson that when you're an adult, you're the adult. The child is a child till the child no longer lives under your roof. It's your fucking roof. You're the fucking adult. All right. Those parents. I blame those parents. What the fuck were you thinking? You went to some quack doctor to fucking find out that your daughter's a boy. Are you? I hope those parents commit suicide before she does. I really do. I hope those parents commit suicide before she does because they need to. That's an easy out. And that just puts more burden and guilt on her. Oh no. They still have to be judged. They'll be judged, but that's, they, they have to be judged. No, a, no, 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 no. That's an easy out for their own guilt. And then she carry, then she picks up their guilt and blame. That's no, that's not appropriate. I, I just, those parents, she has enough. They are a hundred percent to blame in that situation. Whoever thinks that that is right to do to your child. Are you fucking kidding me? At 13, 12, 13 years of age. She had her boobs removed. No, at 15, she had her boobs removed at 13. Oh. She was on puberty blockers. Or testosterone. She had her first testosterone shot. At 13. 13. That's it. 15 was the booze removed. Mm -hmm. 15 years old. Yep. No. No. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Nope. Nope. I uh there's there are people to blame in this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The people are not gonna walk away from this cut free. You you're not we can't. We cannot let them go. Okay. Look, I get it. I get it. There's some people you got to feel bad for. Fine. Fine. There were some serious people that were really confused. I get it. I get it. However, there are people to blame for this. I'm sorry. There are, especially with these kids. That's the one that pisses me off. The kids are the worst because where the fuck were you mom and dad? Your job, your fucking L number one job as mom and dad is to protect your fucking kids with your life period. You don't let a goddamn thing happen to your kids on your watch while you're in charge. No period. That shit don't happen. Where the fuck were you? How the fuck did you let your 15 year old daughter talk you into getting her tits removed? No, no. Nah, I'm sorry. Hey, I get all the womanhood shit. 
I can't talk to you about that. But what I can talk to you about is you're not about to go fucking mutilate yourself at 15 years old for no good goddamn reason whatsoever. Well, I can talk to you about the womanhood shit because I was a tomboy. I I lived in jeans and a t-shirt. I grew up on the back of a horse or playing in the woods or riding a bike or running around. I had more guy friends than I had girlfriends because girls are twats generally. The girlfriends that I had then I still have now 30, 40 years later. Um, is it uncomfortable going through puberty? Yeah, of course it is. It's supposed to be. Is it weird when all of a sudden you start growing hair and places that you didn't expect and you start bleeding from places you really didn't expect. Even if you're told you're, you still just don't really get it until it happens. And then you're like, damn, fuck. And it hurts. You get growth spurts, growing pains on top of cramps. Now at nine, 10, 11, I can't even imagine. And all of a sudden you're, you're growing breasts and you're uncomfortable because either all the other girls have boobs that are bigger than yours and they don't seem to be uncomfortable at all. They love showing them off or you have boobs that are bigger than all the other girls and you are uncomfortable showing them off either way. That's what it's about. That's oh, puberty. Hey, by just the way, because you're uncomfortable showing them off doesn't mean that you cut them off. Hey, by the way, just so you're all aware, V Lynn in high school, she had a good rack. She had a very good rack. And very, yeah, very good rack. It, and her tits were bigger than all the other girls. And no, I'm like, no, oh shit. No, they were not. Babe, no, babe, were you not. were like number two on the list of all the guys that no. wanted to make out with you just to grab your tits. I'm dead serious. Dude. I it's am ridiculous. dead serious. Okay. Uh, Monica, you had a good Monica rack. W she, she, she did. I was barely a B. Okay. She did. But honestly, they were no bigger then than they are now. And they're pretty much in the same position because they were small enough that they never really sagged, which is a good thing when they're small because then they don't really ever point down. Um, <laughs> however, I'm, I'm saying. <laughs> Just because. <laughs> oh, see, this is what happens. We're all about dick and fart jokes. Dealing with those hormones, dealing with being uncomfortable, learning where you fit in, figuring out who the cunty bitches are in your class. That's all a part of puberty. You can't stop it. You can't change it. You can't one day say, oh, well, you know what? I, I like, I like riding horses and shooting guns and, and off-roading and, you know, going hunting. So I must be a boy. That's not how that works. Girls do that stuff too. Yeah. A lot of them do. A lot of them do. <laughs> a lot of them are really okay? good at it. And they're really fucking hot. Yeah. And they have no problem being a woman. Nope. And toting a gun and shooting a buck and, you know, and then harvesting it and dragging it its ass back of a yeah. four-wheeler and mudding at home one of my okay so one of my favorite stories i've ever told so when i went up to uh fort dumb for a little bit i did a little stint up there um actually with my ex-wife whatnot when i was up there um i was with this unit 
we were out in the woods and uh one of my buddies called me goes calls me up on the radio goes hey dude hey meet me at this grid and he sent me this grid so show up at this grid he comes out of the woods and he drags this deer and he throws it on the hood of my fucking humvee he's like hey dude do me a favor take this back to the barracks for me my wife's gonna meet you there i was like all right this is a fucking huge deer i mean up north up in northern new york the deer ain't small they're fucking they're like the size of some of them fat on them to survive the winter some of them look like fucking horses and we were out there in the dead of winter anyway long story short and back then we were allowed to carry live ammo for um the livestock even when we were training out in the the wilderness so uh I drive all the way back with this dead animal on the front of my truck. I'm like, oh, wonderful. This will be great. I'll have to wash this off and explain why I have blood all over the front of my truck. Anyway, I make it back to the barracks and it was me and my my clerk that was with me. And he got out and I was like, hold on, I'm going to go open the building. And I went to go open the building and I noticed this rather small woman. It's, it's his wife. I know exactly who she is. And I was like, hey, give me one second. I'll give you a hand. And uh, I just got to open the door. So I went to open the door. I turned around, come back to give her a hand. She had already taken the deer off of the Humvee, walked back to her truck, thrown it in the back of her truck. It's like, oh, don't worry about it. You're good. Yeah. And she was like five, five and like maybe a hundred pounds. And I was like, well, good goddamn." And, uh, so like three days later we get back and we finally defrost and everything else and blah, blah, blah. We're back in the barracks and whatnot. And I'm sitting in my office and, uh, my buddy walks in and he throws me two packages, the back straps. He gave me the big, long back, back straps. He's like, Hey, thanks man. And, uh, that was my payment. And, uh, the back straps, best, best part of a deer. If you've never eaten them, they're wonderful. And uh, I was like, are you, Same with a cow. are you, I was like, are you, kidding me he's just like yeah no no it's all yours dude i was like don't even sweat it and i was like holy shit i was like when did when did you do this like yesterday we were only off for a day we're already back at work and he's just like no 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 my wife handled all that he's like it was already cut up by the time it came home i was like do you know what she did and like i explained (laughs) what happened i was like dude i didn't even get a chance to unlock the door she already took the fucking carcass and threw it in the back of her truck she's like yeah she's good like that don't sweat it bro it's all good (laughs) well that's because you were married to a fat lazy cunt at the time so i was like wow no idea what to compare it to i was like all right you know i like this hey you ladies i tell you what i'm telling you she was nothing but five five telling you right now she jumped out of his truck let me put it to you that way too because he had a uh eight and a half inch lift on his truck and she jumped out of the driver's side of his truck and i was like holy shit hey you know never judge a book by its cover but i'm just telling you right now when they're dressed up it looks a lot better (laughs) really does Uh, Lindsay, Lindsay said most women are just bitches because they're insecure with themselves and jealous. You are absolutely right. A thousand percent, a thousand percent. Agreed, Lindsay. You know, I I tell you when I was, uh, 14, I was a freshman and I guess I was a sophomore in high school. It was right before I transferred to the school you were in. So I was in Danbury, right? My 14th birthday, I got into my homeroom. 
and I had a present under my desk, a basket. And I was like, wow, I didn't think I had that many friends, honestly. Like my friends that, my couple of friends that were my friends, you know, would have given me birthday gifts, not left it in my homeroom under my desk. And so I open it up and there's a shampoo and conditioner for my greasy hair. Mm -hmm. Yep. My hair is about the same as it is now. Right. Um, and, uh, and some, uh, face wash for my, um, for my face, you know, for acne, it was all, you know, all little nasty shit, basically very passive aggressive. And I took one look at it and I, of course, I stood up in the class. I knew it was someone in my homeroom and now I've never been one to pull punches or get upset or cry. And obviously they wanted to get a reaction out of me. That wasn't happening. So I stood up in the class and I turned around and I was like, thank you so much for acknowledging my birthday. I really appreciate it. That's so amazing. And so sweet of you jealous fucking bitches. You wish you had hair like mine. But I'll tell you, the reason you don't is because you use this shitty ass shampoo and conditioner. Would you like the name of my stylist? Bitch, please. <laughs> Bitch, please. See it. Oh, anyway. Girls are, that's, girls are jealous, especially teenagers as they're going through puberty because they think that they're the only ones that are insecure, that they're the only ones that are uncomfortable with their bodies, that they're the only ones who have zits or, you know, whatever it is. Big boobs, little boobs. You know, what I want to know about is the shit they talked to these girls off the record about because they did an off the record interview with them as well. And that was more about the criminal realm, more about what, what have you been exposed to? Mm -hmm. Again, it goes back to Farah, you know, America's new brand of treason. And it really is because this whole Farah thing goes back to securing that money that is still going back to Ukraine today. Yep. It's still being what, deposited. 200 billion dollars now we've promised to Ukraine. But hold on, one of this one of the the congress people, senator, congressman, I don't fucking know. Anyway, he had a he had a great clip here. Um I I don't know who this guy is, but I want to cuz I like him. I think as my colleagues on the left want you to believe there isn't widespread agreement on how to treat gender dysphoria. I can assure you that child mutilation is not the answer. In fact, Finland, Sweden, France, Norway, and the UK are reversing course and asking questions. In the UK, their only national gender clinic for children shut down last year by court order. What do their doctors know that our doctors don't? I'm sorry we're here right now. I'm sorry, Ms. Cole. We failed you. Ms. Scanlon, my daughters are going to watch this because you have become their new hero. And I can assure you that my four-year-old and my two-year-old daughters will not change in front of biological men. This is ridiculous. I don't care what party you are a part of. If you think that we are all equal and the same biologically, you've literally lost your mind. And when my two daughters work hard in the sport, 
work hard in their craft to be the best that they can be amongst other women, they will compete against other women. I owe Victoria and Olivia and every other young lady in this country that. If you think I'm wrong, I am not the problem. I can assure you. We have an opportunity in this country to get this right in 2024 so we could stop all of this foolishness. But I cannot thank you ladies enough for bringing this up. I apologize that we live in America when this is happening. But thank God for the American spirit fire and thank God for brave women like you because it's brave women like you that are going to turn the tide so that future women won't have to suffer in the same way that you have. God bless you. But as many as my colleagues on the left want you to... No, and, and I agree with that. He did have a great rant there. But one of the things I was trying to say about this, this is all interconnected with child sex trafficking. Absolutely. Like they are literally taking these kids that are saying, well, I, 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 I'm a boy so, when they're actually a girl and they are pipping them into ch child sex slavery saying, oh, well, they changed their sex and they disappeared. Most of these kids, a, a large majority of them are somewhere on the spectrum. Most of these kids that they're yeah. transitioning are autistic. And did you know it, it just came out? Um, where did it come out that they trafficked a, an autistic kid with down syndrome. It's just unholy. There's just, uh, there's something unholy about that. I'm sorry. Seriously, an autistic just, kid no. with Down syndrome. No, nope, nope. That's fucking gross. I mean, that's just beyond. That's devil shit, right there. Yeah, I'm oh sorry. yeah. I, well, I don't care. It's all devil I, yeah, shit. I don't but... care who you are, but that's that's truly demonic at that point. Yeah, you are taking advantage of something that will never ever understand what's happening to it. That is fucking truly demonic at that point. But yeah, but a lot of the kids they're trafficking are children with autism. And a lot of them started with this bullshit. And that's, that's what you're seeing. That's, that's the scary part of this. That's the shit that they don't want you to hear right now. Because if you heard that, you would be up in arms. I don't understand why you don't hear it. We've been talking about it forever. Yeah. How easy is it to fake a suicide and then traffic the kid? I, I gotta think it's not hard. Jumped off a bridge, never found the body. Yeah. Or changes sex and disappeared. Yeah. That happens all the time. Yeah. Yep. Apparently, from what I understand, what I'm hearing everywhere else, it happens all the time. Like these kids get questioned at airport, you know, customs and border protection checkpoints. And they admit that, no, we're with that person, blah, blah, blah. Even behind closed doors away from them. That's, that's like past everything else. That's like uber bad, uber bad. That means that they think we can get, they can get, be got to at any time. Mm -hmm. That means their life is in danger. They've been proven that their life is in danger at any, any given moment. That's what that proves. It's fucking disgusting. And it's what's worse is we have adults out there that probably have seen the signs of these kids 
never even picked up for a second, saw a, a writing, a drawing, or saw a note scribble on a piece of paper, I need help. And just threw it away because you weren't thinking about it because you were at a, a truck stop. Think about this shit, folks. This is where it happens. This is where you're going to find it. This is where you're going to see it. This is where we're the normal ones that are going to see it. Why? Because we're constantly out there driving around doing our jobs. Yep. You're going to see it. Or when they wave their fingers behind them. Yeah. Uh, Cisco said, uh, tomorrow morning I'm taking ice cream sandwiches to work for the team. Is that gay? No, ice cream sandwiches are not gay. Now, if they're popsicles, that's kind of mid gay range. If they're fudgesicles, full on gay. No, oh, he said ice cream sandwiches. I know. Sandwich. Sandwich is not sandwich gay. Sandwich is not gay. Sandwich isn't gay. Sandwich isn't gay. You're no. good on the sandwiches. Ice cream, ice cream sandwiches aren't gay. Just, but you just can't give it to them in the morning. That's kind of gay. Well, you, I mean, you have to because it's in in the morning and then it's going to get hot and no. what, they're going to melt in his truck. No, you, you keep them in the cooler or in the freezer. Okay, sure. And you bring them out in the afternoon and say, hey, yeah, you've been working hard. Here you go, pal. Mm -hmm. Use it as a fucking treat. Now, if you get them, the American popsicles, the one with the red, white, and blue. No, no, no. Big that's, dick ones. Yeah. Still gay. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It's just patriotically gay. Patriotically gay. Yeah. You can patriotically suck on that dick. Especially that dick. if you eat it while you stare directly <laughs> at, at another one of individual your team members. And they have to be of the same sex. Yes. And then it makes it uber gay. Super gay. Oh, okay. Uber as an Uber. <laughs> Who needs a ride? Who wants a mustache ride? Can I put a cape on you and call you super gay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uber. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Wow. Where are you going? Are you going to call all Uber gay drivers gay now? You can be Uber gay. <laughs> I mean, might as well, right? <laughs> okay. We're going there, I thought. Exactly. All right. We're going to get out of here. Okay. We're doing off the rails tonight. Oh, we are? Yeah. Well, we are invited. You want to do off the rails tonight? Okay. I'm going to make yard sale signs, but that's okay. I guess we're doing off the rails. I can rails. stay up late. Sure. Yeah. You don't have to work tomorrow. Yeah, you do. Oh, no, I don't. No, you don't. It's Friday. No, it's Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I can. Right. Today is Thursday. Correct, people. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's okay, Thursday. just check. Sweet. Yeah, we'll do right. off the rails. Because so, yeah. Liana's going to be on off the rails. Liana is going to be on off the and rails. She, do you have a storm, Liana? No storms, right? Please tell me no storms. No. Please. I do have to run up to the store and I have to make dinner, but we will be on there. <sighs> All right. Well, so we'll be on off the rails. Yeah. Either way. So, okay. well, I guess we got to get out of here. We'll now. be at off the rails tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. Um, and, uh, don't miss Miss Leanna tomorrow morning, 9.05 AM. Um, and, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. that's about it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get the fuck out of here. We are. You all have a great night for the Mick. And be Lynn. Later, bitches. Thanks for watching y'all. Peace.
bears and alligators But once you get to the gate You can't depend on your waiters Cause you'll be over your tater I'm talking growing tomatoes Feeding the worms I fish with later I'll have a fish stick plate Over a six foot grave Before I take a knee As our anthem played My hands on my heart I stand on what I say And my second amendment Handles what I can't I ain't trying to be Billy Badass Or talk shit I'm just saying There's the line Don't cross it I got a red rider gun when I was three So I don't run or hide from anything Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue Color boy from the south And you can fuck around and find out I love my country, love my freedom Fuck the welfare, now I don't need them Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late So come around here, son, running your mouth You can fuck around and find out Strapped up in a wacky, I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can be F-A-F-O-I-T-G, how this game go? Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash. Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the South. Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirty south with a truck seat high and he straight pipes loud. This land, land of freedom, double barrels in case we need. Man up, we'll sit your ass down. We done talking, fuck around and find out. I love my country. 